Amanda Bumgarner is the guest on the podcast this week. My marathon anniversary, the anniversary of my marathon finish. And my friend Amanda and I talk about running. She loves running. She squeezes running in between having children, having a job, having a husband. It's all about running on this episode of the Steve Greaves podcast with Amanda Baumgartner. Hello, Amanda. How are you today? Hi, Steve. I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. It's, it's very nice to see you. Thanks for making the time. I appreciate it. Now, Amanda, no I know problem. you as the, thank you. I know you as the uh, publications director for ACDA, American Coral Directors Association, live, living there and uh, working in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. But um, can you give us a little brief bio for people who might not know ACDA, what ACDA is or publications directors or editors and stuff like that. Little little brief bio, who is Amanda Bumgarner? Sure, yeah, so ACDA is the American Coral Directors Association. I live in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, right there in the middle of the country. And um, what I do as publications editor is, uh, so ACDA is a nonprofit membership organization for coral educators, music teachers, composers, conductors, and we publish an 11 um, issue, 11 issues per year, we publish a, um, a journal, Coral Journal, that I'm the editor of. So it has articles on choral music, composition, interviews, that kind of thing. It goes out to all of our members, about 15,000 members, and, um, and I work with that primarily and handle other publication needs for the association. Indeed. No. Full disclosure here, I'm a member of the editorial board of the Coral Journal. I'm a volunteer. This is not a paid position. Um, I think we work together on this. I don't, I don't think Amanda's my boss here, right? No, 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 no. Right, right, right. You don't have any sort of monetary authority over me. You can't give me a pay I... cut or, or do that, <laughs> that kind of stuff. No, not right. at all. So this is, we don't have a, an odd employer. I'm not getting out of here. And anything I had it sucking up to my boss on this podcast right now, right? <laughs> no. No, nothing. Okay, so one of the most riveting questions I've asked my guests on the podcast uh, this season is, uh, how's it going? How, how are you doing? How, how, how's your life going? We have a couple of things we're going, going on in the world right now. Not only our global pandemic that we're dealing with, but now we're sort of this, we're in election week where <laughs> it's not election day anymore. It's election week where we're counting yep. and suing and doing all these things. So lots of, lots of tension there. And in our pre-show, um, our pre-show chit chat, you, you, you let me know that you're actually home today with a child home, working from home with a child. So how are you yes. doing? What's going on? Yeah. How are you um, yeah. So my, I have three, three little kids and I am home today. One of them was actually uh, exposed to coronavirus, someone who tested positive. So we're keeping him home from daycare and I'm home with him. Everyone's feeling fine. But I think when I answer the question of how am I doing, I kind of say I'm doing about as well as everyone else is, yep. which is to say um, I'm, we're fine, but also I'm stress eating chocolate in the pantry. Uh, mm -hmm. So, you know, that's pretty much how it's going. Gotcha. Do you have a, a segment of time that you want to get through? I mean, I'm like three hours. I want to get through the next three hours. I want to get to the next meal. 
Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I can't even say one day at a time at this point. I'm, I'm, I've chopped my day up to eight three-hour segments. I'm like, okay, let's just focus on what I got to do for the next three hours. Great, you made it to lunch. What's next? You know, and if something changes and if a kid needs to come home or a kid needs to go somewhere, we we have this. I have two high schoolers, older, old, older than your children, who are on Zoom sometimes and sometimes they're in person. It's just this weird schedule that seemingly changes every day. And we watch the news creep up more cases, more cases. And, you know, so there's a lot of uncertainty. What's your, uh, what's your segment of time that you're trying to deal with? You know what, today I'll tell you, Steve, that yeah. my three-year-old's running on about 20 minute segments. So I'll <laughs> set a timer for 20 minutes and yeah. I'll try to get him to do one thing. And so I can get some work done and then the timer goes off. And uh, if he was, if he was good, I'm not going to lie. He gets a gummy and then that's I right. restart the timer for 20 more minutes. So that's what we're working with today. Okay. Awesome. Well, best of luck to you. <laughs> now let's go back in time. I was reading on uh, one of the social media things that you had a power outage in Oklahoma city recently. Were you, and were you, was the office closed? So I know that my friends in Northern states have already gotten some snow. I have a friend in Minnesota who said they've had several feet. In Oklahoma, we had an ice storm and it is unprecedented, which is the word of 2020. It is. Um, people did not know what to do with themselves. There was power down everywhere. We lost power for about a day, but I've had, I had several friends who lost it for over a week. There were trees, our neighbor's entire back tree fell in our backyard um, because just because of like the leaves were still on the trees because it had sure. been warm. And so they were just so heavy. And uh, so it was pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But are, you, are we back online? Obviously we're talking here. So your home we're is back. fine. We're back up. Yeah. We're back up. All right. Good. One more work related question. Was there ever a moment in the pandemic? I, I call it here in Lincoln, Nebraska. It basically started for us March 8th. That's when they closed school and they sent the University of Nebraska home. So since March or late February, um, has there ever been a moment in Oklahoma City where things were shut down and you did not go into the office or anything like that? March 24th is the last, I call it normal day. My kids went to daycare. I went to the office. It was just a normal day. Um, the, the first two months, basically, we were kind of all shut down. I was at home with my three kids. My husband is an electrician, so he would leave and go to work mm -hmm. like normal during that time. But I was at home. I basically didn't go anywhere. Um, it was pretty tough. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was that was really hard. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's this, you know, we can't we don't know a lot about it. We're, we're, we know more every day, but the goalposts have constantly been moving. And again, some of it is pure conspiracy, but you know, the it'll be gone by the summer and the heat's going to kill it and blah, 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 blah. But I'll tell you here, school, you're in a bigger city. Oklahoma's much, Oklahoma City is much bigger than Lincoln. I mean, we're might, maybe 280,000, but the minute the University of Nebraska came back, we have been off the charts. The minute we brought that 30,000 person behemoth of a university back and um, they test and they mask and they distance and they do all these things. They also go out every night. Yeah. To be quite frankly, quite frank with you. Um, so we've just been at this code dark orange. They hate the move. We have a, a risk dial. They hate the move to red, but code dark orange for a while. So things are not looking good. Okay. But yeah, I mean, you, you seem like you're again, managing the best you can, right? I'm trying. So, you know what? Some days are better than other days. Yeah. Uh, today we've got Tigger going and a very high quality Winnie the Pooh. I mean, who can be sad when Winnie the Pooh's in the background? Right, right. We just had Halloween. Did you guys do anything for Halloween? 
No, we didn't actually. Um, we stayed home and we kind of trick or treated around our house. So the yeah. kids like knocked on doors and then popped out and gave them candy. Right, right. My, both my kids kind of watched movies with their friends, streaming, you know, not in person. Yeah. We decorated the house. We did it for a day. You know, we didn't, we carved a pumpkin, but we basically, they're, again, they're older, so they're not that into it anyway, but yeah. we wanted to do something. So we just did that. Okay, great. That's very informative. Thank you. Now, the meat of the conversation today. Do you know that you're part of my squad? Did you know that? I, I did not know. Yeah, you're a part of Steve's squad, my support squad for, okay. my, for, for my running. All right. And you're probably the only one of the squad. The squad is Iris Dirk, Alexa Debley, and from here in Lincoln, Melissa Hayes. So two choir people. And then uh, Melissa Hayes here in town. But I think you're the only one who, who hasn't, act, we have never run together. We haven't actually we, run together. Nope. But you're very supportive not. over the internet. Very, very good advice. And as we approach the one year anniversary of my marathon finish, I did that seems like 10 years ago, but November 2019, Madison, Wisconsin, my one and only marathon finish to date. I wanted to sort of check in with you about the running. You've run for a while, your philosophy about running, your major achievements, all that business. Let's just go right to it. So were okay. you born in Oklahoma City? Where are you from? I was born in, well, I was born in Indiana. And then when I was two years old, my parents moved to a suburb of Chicago. So that's where I grew oh. up. There you go. I used to live in that state. Say the suburb. I want to hear the name. Wheaton. Oh, yeah, everyone knows where that is. Wheaton, I know, Illinois. they yeah. do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Out here in Nebraska, these kids, they say they're from Chicago and I go, Naperville, right? And they go, oh, yeah, how did you know that? Yeah, Because like, yep, it's too hard to explain that Wheaton is. is Chicago land. But yeah, Wheaton, nice place. Good for you. I would, I'd like to live there. I lived out in Naperville as well, Chicago. And yeah. So okay. were you... Were you a runner? Were you on track? Were you on cross country? Did you pick this up later? I, you know what? I, for some reason, and I don't know why, decided to run track my freshman year of high school. And I was so bad at it. And I hated every second. And I'm not even sure what I was thinking. Um, it was terrible. So no, I, I picked it up. Then I went to college and I played. I joined the soccer team because they sent out an email. It was Greenville College in Southern Illinois. They had a very, it sounds very important to say I played college soccer, but it is not at all. <laughs> they sent out an email to the whole school and said, we really need people to join the women's soccer team because we don't have anybody on it. And I was like, oh, why not? Sure. And um, I joined the soccer team and I was terrible. I sat the bench most of the time, but you would of course assume that in soccer, we're doing a lot of running yeah, in yeah. our practices. So I kind of started getting into running when I was, I don't even want to say playing soccer. That's not what I was doing. I was sitting on the bench, but it was, it was a good time. I scored a goal one time in practice. That was my only wow. exciting moment. Yeah, that is very exciting. <laughs> it's very exciting. Yep. So you, but you got, you're, I mean, you're getting in the shape a little bit. You're practicing, right? Yeah. Yeah. We had to practice, you know, we had to run around the field and all that stuff. So I played freshman, sophomore year in college and I was also playing tennis at the time so I've always been fairly athletic um, but it wasn't until 2010 I was living in Oklahoma and running a half marathon was just something on my bucket list that yeah. I wanted to do so I had a friend here who also wanted to get into running and uh, we signed up for the Wichita Prairie Fire mm. race in Kansas in October 2010 it was the first um, Wichita Prairie Fire run that they did 
And so I, I signed up, I trained all summer in the heat of Oklahoma. Yeah, I was it was ask that. Yeah. terrible. I hated every minute. I was just like, this is on my bucket list. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And then I, I crossed the finish line and I had that total euphoric, like, this is amazing. I can't believe I did that. Super excited. Like I'm, I'm going to die. I'm never going to do that again. And then you go home and of course, start looking up more right. races. You look, and, look up, yep. yep. Uh, you hooked. You got yeah. hooked. You got hooked. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I mean, I'm, I'm not athletic at all. Um, but I used to run recreationally my whole life without no races or anything like that. I'm, I'm bored. I used to go upstate New York and talk about Oklahoma. This is like hundred degrees and humid, um, in upstate New York. So I did, I did upstate every summer until my junior year of high school. And I would just, you know, run six miles a day, run 10 miles a day, something to do just boy, the monotony and it's hot and we didn't have air conditioning. We had a, we had a little pool, but man, I was <laughs> looking at myself now. And I'm like, God, who's that skinny kid who could who could who could run, you know, so easily? It was just something to do. I wasn't like timing myself or but you know, there's a cliche, you get a pair of sneakers and a little bit of a motivation and you, you can be a runner. It's it's not really yeah. even a good pair of sneakers, hundred bucks now, you know. Um, it's not that you don't need equipment, you don't need all this other stuff. It's pretty easy to get into. Good. All right. So you got the running bug after running the uh half marathon and then continue from there. What was your next race or what was your next goal? So I, I say I got the running book. The excitement of running with people, crossing a finish line, getting a medal was really fun. I hated running. Mm. I had to force myself out the door. It, it was not, it was not something that I had a passion for that I loved. I just enjoyed the actual race part. Oh, um, and okay. it was fun yeah. to cross something off my bucket list, but I still hated running. So, um, the next year I ran Kansas city marathon in 2011. And then I ran, uh, an Oklahoma city half marathon in 2012. So wait, 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 you cranked right up to a full marathon. Sorry. I know I meant half marathon. Okay. All right. I was like, that, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, so that's the next, I was the impressive, next, but yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. The next year in 2011, I ran a half in 2012, I ran a half. And then, um, in January, 2013, I decided I was going to run a full marathon. I was going to run the Oklahoma city uh, full marathon that was in April that year. Yeah. So this was 2013. So I run basically a half marathon every year since 2010. And I, and I hated it, but <laughs> I loved the race part, but I hated training so much. Um, it was not something <laughs> I, I loved. And I'm telling you, it was the weirdest thing I tell people when they say they hate running. I fell in love with running training for that marathon. Oh, good. Um, in go. 2013, I absolutely just, I don't know. I was, the, uh, Oklahoma city has a local group called the land runners. It's free and they yeah. do training for the, the April race. So they do like every week on Saturday mornings, you meet at a certain spot. They actually set up water stations. It's a whole thing. So I trained with the land runners and you know, you're getting up to doing 10, 12, 14, 16, 18 miles. And what sticks out of my head is this one run we did. It's obviously January, February, you're training. It had snowed. We were running, I think, 18 miles. We went up, you know, through, we ended up at the park by the lake and it was just like quiet and it had snowed and the sun was sparkly. And I was just like, I love this. Yes. I love it. And yeah, I just totally, after that, I mean, 2013 was my year. I was looking up and kind of 
uh, preparation for this, mm -hmm. I was looking at my race log. 2013, I ran two full marathons and three half marathons. Sheesh. That was like my big year. I just, I totally fell in love with running. And then ever since then, Hold I mean, on. I definitely have not done that many races, but um, gotcha. Hold on, yeah, no. sorry. Children yet. Do you have children <laughs> at any, at when, when did the children come to yes. the picture here? 2013. Do you have she, kids? You <laughs> oh, children. Oh, when did I, I thought you were saying my children are coming in. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, let's see. So it's 20, <laughs> 2013 and then 2014, I didn't race at all. Cause we were trying to have a baby. So okay, okay. I so ran, when, yeah. this was actually, so then I had my daughter in 2015. Gotcha. Um, so I ran, actually, I, I did a half when I was 10 weeks pregnant and a half <laughs> when I was 18 weeks pregnant, not on purpose, but because I had already signed up for them sure. and I just hated the thought of wasting the money that I'd already spent on the registration. Yes, uh, yes. So this I is did, just so typical. No, I it's not strange at all. This is like, I'm laughing because it's so familiar. I'm like, oh, I mean, I really can't do it, but I already paid for it. So I'm going to do it with my brother. Yeah. You know, yeah. And my mom was like, are you going to be okay? Is it okay? And I was like, well, I already paid the 75 bucks. So I'm going to do it. Yeah, that's right. I'm not um, money to the Yeah, so I, so I did those and then I had my daughter in August mm. of 2015. And then the next race I did was the April half marathon. Oh, again okay. All right. The next so year. It's, a, yeah. it's a few months away. Good. You didn't get yeah. right back on the horse and, you know, not right. Not okay. right back. That was about no. eight months. Yeah. I have, I have visions of, again, this is like 5k and 10, 10k time when I was living in Brookings, but my wife and I pushing those little strollers or those, you know, ones that attached to your bike. Yeah. We did, we did a couple that way. And then I the, did the some kit, too. Yeah. Yeah, you know, just, I mean, you don't worry about time. What I like about this, so were you ever obsessed with time or was it a, a, a thing like a better time or beating somebody or the first in your age group or were you ever obsessed with that? You know, I'm I'm a fairly average runner. My my best for runners who are listening who are like love time stuff. My, my PR for the half is 153 which I was super proud of because yeah. I worked my first half, I think was, it was maybe 207 or something like that. I worked really hard to get under two hours. Yeah. Um, I ran several half marathons. And so getting under two hours was like a huge deal for me. I was really excited. It was never about beating other people. It was more about just getting to my goals that I had set and beating myself kind right, of thing. Right. Uh, yeah. That's the thing I liked about it for me. I mean, I've started this seriously when I was like 48 years old. I wanted to do the marathon before I was 50. I mean, there was no way I was going to come in first. But for me, yeah. I'm kind of competitive and I've been ambitious in other ways. It was really what I needed just to sort of self-compete and to do better than last time. That was a whole different mindset that I was never in in my life. But it was great, you know. I, I, I was just like, I liked being other people. And, you know, you, you look at a few people and you're running and it's like, okay, I'm going to try to catch that person. I'm going to try to, it's like, yeah. you know, I'm going to try to catch that person. I'm going to try to catch that person. You're like passed by the man, like pushing a three-person stroller. And yeah, I'm right, 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 yeah. Or, so I did like Lincoln Half Marathon two times. And I, I, I barely, I staggered at the end the last time. You go right up the, one of the main roads. And I, I, I got so slow and all these people were whizzing by me. But a year later or so, I, I think it was a year later, I was the one passing people on that little home stretch. In the, and I was like, wow, this feels so much different. And my pace didn't change, but I, 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 I don't know. The, yeah, the attitude changed a little bit. It was also a little cooler. Um, the thing about Nebraska half marathon, it's in May all the time. So it could be 50 or it could be 90. And, you know, 
Mm. And one week I went and picked my packet up in my sweatshirts and then and the day came the next day it was 80 degrees standing on standing on the starting line anyway okay so you when did you jump from the half to the full so 2013 is when i ran the full marathon and then i kind of kept i i ran two that year because i knew we were going to start trying to have kids and i just was like i need to do this i ran a really cool race it's in texas it's a um it's the, it's called the New Year's. You're nuts. This is crazy. You're uh, <laughs> going, though. You're like, oh, what am I going to uh, talk about? What am I going to talk about in your podcast? I'm just regular Amanda. It's from, called the, the, yeah, go ahead. It's, it's called the New Year's Eve uh, marathon. They yeah. run races on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. I did not do both. I did the marathon on New Year's Eve. So I ended the year running a yeah. marathon, which is really cool. I just felt like I'm ending the year. And then after that, I didn't run out in 2014. We were trying to have a kid. So not that you can't run when you're trying to have a baby, but um, my husband is like, please stop running marathons because, uh, you know, it's like really hard on your body. And uh, I decided I was just going to kind of taper it down. But I was like, I'm going to run one more. So I did it on the last day of the year, got that in. Yes. I'm just I'm laughing at you because this is this is hilarious. You're crazy, man. This is nuts. You're so, like I'm going somewhere, so I'm going to cram in a marathon just in case. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was a little, <laughs> it was a little crazy, and it was it was it was a loop. It wasn't even a like. Oh. So I did four loops. Yeah. So that was a little bit like very mentally challenging. However, it was actually really fun as far as the spectator is concerned because my husband and my parents both came and they just like kind of stood in the middle and they got to see me all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you know they just see me so many times, so that was nice for them because they didn't have to like drive everywhere and chase me down. Right, right. Okay. So now we're having children and balancing the marathoning with the children, right? I yes, half marathoning. I haven't run it. I haven't run a full yet, but I'm. I'm. I will tell you. Yeah. I signed up for the Chicago. I I got in the lottery for the Chicago marathon this year, which was canceled. Yes. Um. And so they're bumping me to next year. So my plan is to run the 2021 Chicago full marathon, which is another bucket list race for me. So we'll nice, see. What nice. happens. You need a qualifying time for that. You need it. Or is it, is it just lottery? Not for Chicago. You have to just sign up for the lottery. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That, that should be fun. I saw it run by me one time when I lived there. It was exciting. Yeah. I, I, I think it would, I think it'll be neat. Yeah. We'll see people. what happens. There'll be people. I ran least, Madison. I mean, Madison some. was half marathon with people. And then, you know, everyone went, went home because it was 20 degrees. So me and 10 other people yeah. finished this race in the brutal cold. Uh, they're taking cones yeah. down behind us. But um, yeah, I think it's better with people. So um, you, you're hooked on the races. Do you like the training any better? I mean, it's a lot of training. You have to like something about it. Or is it all just pointed to that goal? I, you saw the No, no, no. I, I fell late. in love. Yeah, d- while I was training for that full marathon, I kind of just fell in love with running in general. Oh, so gotcha. now I, I want to go running and I really enjoy it. And it's not even about the race anymore. I just, I just love running. Yeah. There you go. Good. In Chicago, I'm 20. I ran, I, yeah. I say that I, I ran my way into loving running. So I kind of just kept mm. going until I started loving it. It's like an acquired taste like coffee. Yeah. No. Uh, do you like coffee or not like coffee? No, I don't like coffee. <laughs> I've tried, but I yeah, I don't. I've got to pre-screen the guest a little better. That's a that's a first. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> that's a fun fact. Do not. Is it just taste bad? I yeah, I don't like the taste at at all. Like coffee with chocolate, like co- chocolate with coffee in it. No, oh, 
anything with coffee. I just don't like the no, taste. Mo- no mocha. You can't go get a, like a mocha I, shake or I something? Sometimes. So I, I don't drink caffeine really ever. Okay. And sometimes in the, in the winter, I have a um, white chocolate mocha. And I get super jittery because of yeah. all the caffeine from the, I just like, huh. Huh. and weird. the sugar, I don't know. I mean, when you have sugar. the white, it's a lot of sugar yeah. as, well, as yeah. well. So now with three children and a marathon a year away, right? Mm-hmm. How are you going to, you have a plan? You have a plan for this? Are you, are you a morning person or an evening person? When are you, when are you training? You know, I, I signed up for the, Chicago Marathon 2020 that did get canceled. The lottery is every, I think, December. So I signed up for the lottery last year and I was actually pregnant and do, I had my baby in February of this year. And I'm like thinking, why did I think that that was even something that I would be able to do? Like, I know a lot of people do jump right back into it, but just with three kids and I'm kind of not sad the the uh, marathon got canceled because I I definitely was in no place to run a full marathon this year. Right. Um. So I'm excited about next year, pending COVID and you know who knows what's gonna happen. But I think you know I'll have my baby will be one, so they're just a little bit less needy the older they get. Well, in some respects, I guess you could mm-hmm. say. Um. I like waking up early and getting it done because then I just don't have to think about it the rest of the day. I already got up and got moving and I just, I prefer to do it in the morning if I can. Gotcha. Gotcha. A one-year-old still, you you have children and you know this, but I'll just reiterate this. A one-year-old does need a little attention. I know. Okay. <laughs> you can't just leave them in a room by themselves. You can't. No, that's like, not a, like that's a pet. Okay. I love all my, all my pet parents out there. Like, oh, it's just like having kids. It's like, you know, I tried to leave a dog. I tried to leave a bowl for my, for yeah. my three years old and leave for eight hours. Didn't, didn't work really well. So it's similar. Okay. You can love your pet like you love a, a child. I'll say it that way. Yes. But it's, right, well, I hope uh, no one writes in and says, I, I don't leave them alone for <laughs> extended periods of time. But <laughs> hopefully no, they're right. at least sleeping on a more regular schedule. That's right. And when you get on a regular schedule with, with work and your husband's work, I mean, it's easy. I mean, you have to have a plan for this. This is not like, I mean, you're a little more athletic than me. That was the main thing for me. I, I had done a dissertation and marathon training was like the second most organized thing I did in my life. Other than, you know, you can't bang out your dissertation the night before, nor can you get up and say, I'm going to run a half marathon today. Yeah. I mean, not, not if you're in my shape. Um, I see people, one of my friends and the former co-host of the show, he did a virtual, the virtual New York City marathon. So you just have to have an accurate timepiece or Strava watch or something like that. Because then you have to submit your time and then you get your medal. Yeah. But he, I saw he did it upstate New York. It was like a 13 mile up and out and back. He just went out 13, turned around, did, did, did the other thing. <laughs> but I mean, to me, that would be, and you need some support for that. That would be, I mean, I don't know what I'd do without these kids bringing me candy on a, on a marathon day and water, all that stuff. You got to sort of prepare all that yourself when you do the virtual thing. And I know, you know, Alexa, she ran a 5K around in her living room one time, a virtual. Wow. Yeah. Oh, 5K. I mean, you can't. Oh, well, yeah, it's her. Still, it run, depends run on how big my your living room is. Yeah, yeah. So she she banged that out. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm one of these people. I, I've, my life has gone on in other ways, but I, I'm waiting for some sort of normalcy. I think they did the Omaha Marathon in end of September. I think they did it in person here a couple of days ago. They did this half marathon in Lincoln. Maybe cut the capacity down. Start with a mask mm-hmm. and take take it off if you're 
away from somebody. I don't, I didn't know the rules. I saw a lot of unmasked people running. I'm like, okay, I'm, I, I pant a lot when I run. So uh, that would be a COVID super spreader, but you know, who, who am I to question things? Well, very good, Amanda. Um, any words, final words of wisdom here about running or do you have any, any parallels you can draw to your work or family life from your running? You know, I'm not sure what specific connections come to mind, but I just really appreciate running for this space. It allows me, especially with having young kids, and it's it's definitely just something where I can, you know, you don't need a lot of equipment. You don't need a, you can just put on your shoes. You can go listen to a podcast, listen to music, not listen to anything. Um, I guess I would just encourage anyone who, who might be listening who, who isn't a runner that um, I think if you run long enough, you can start to love it. That's what I tell everybody because oh, that happened to me. It, it took three years, but, um, but I did, I started to love it, but I think, you know, you just always have to get past that initial, like every single time I start running the first mile, I'm like, I'm going to die. My lungs are burning. This is terrible. And you know, just have to push through. And I think it's just a good illustration of just, you know, our minds can really be, um, be so strong and push us farther than we thought we could. And it's just really, really great feeling and a really um, something that I'm very thankful to be able to do. Just be active, get outside um, or inside if you have a treadmill, but just be active. Uh, it's, it's something I don't take for granted. Yeah, it's a little me time for me as well. It's a little me time, a little pause from daily life. I remember when I was training for the marathon, how my previous goals became my weekend. Like, when I banged out 15 miles, I'm like, this used to be a race I run and got a medal for. Now it's like what I do on Saturday. I run 15, 17, 18, 20 miles twice. You know, the things I used to just became like more normal, you know, wow, 12 miles. It's nothing. Now it is, you know, you lose it pretty quickly. I have to say, I haven't really run over six miles in about a year. Um, I, I, it took me January to recover. I mean, six weeks. I was, I was, I was dead. I was gone after I ran that marathon. I was, I was absolutely pointless. I, I mean, and it was funny cause I, I, I canceled it. I, I signed up to run the Brookings marathon in South Dakota, the May before. So this is November, 2019. I did it, but May before. And I like had a concert at Augustana the Monday night after a Sunday marathon. And I said, there's no way. I mean, I, I, I have to conduct and I, I have to walk and I have to be, you know, so Oh, and I was going to tune up by running the Lincoln Marathon. So my plan was I ran the Lincoln Half Marathon. And then a week later, I was going to run the Brookings Marathon. And then Monday, I was going to conduct a concert. And so I was like, no, yeah, you're shaking your head. No, that's, that's crazy. So I, I, I went to Brookings. I did the half slow. I did the concert. It was fine. I'm like, okay, that was a smart decision. I biffed one. I DNF'd my first marathon try. That was in Hebron, Nebraska. I, I remember, you know, yeah, I was going yeah, to say, we since we're talking, I just really think it's so neat how you, you emailed me, you said, I'm going to sign up for a half marathon. I was like, that's great. Good job. And then, you know, however long, I don't know when it, you said, I'm going to sign up for a full marathon. I thought that is awesome. And then you said, you know, I saw that you, you didn't finish it. Yeah. And then you emailed me and said, I signed up for another one. And it's <laughs> whenever it was like a week later, two weeks later, I don't know. And I was, I was thinking, is that really a good idea? But, um, you did it. And I, I just thought that was awesome. So yeah, I made it. You. I made it. Thank you. I made it 18 miles on the Hebron one, but I stopped before I was spent. You know what I mean? 
I was like, it wasn't working for whatever reason that day, but I didn't like exhaust myself. So I, after I was done, I said, okay, that's kind of like a long run gone bad. You know, I still ran 18 miles, but I wasn't, I wasn't done. And I think there was one, God, it might've been Tulsa. I chose Madison because it was closer, but I, again, I had this, this clock ticking in my head about doing this before my 50th birthday. So the end of October, it was probably two or three weeks later where I ran Madison, but it was Tulsa or Madison. Tulsa was described on the internet as hilly and windy. I'm like, no, thanks. I ran, I, I ran the Tulsa half marathon and it was very windy and very cold. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so yeah. I, I, I would say that's true. But that was still in the bag. If I would have biffed the Madison one, Tulsa one was later, even, even later, probably on my birthday. So I had that in my back pocket. Uh, but the fact that I, I traveled and got a hotel room the night before and did all that stuff. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't turning around and I guess it was you and some of the other squad members. We'll, we'll wrap this up saying, I'm like, it sucked. I was describing it. And they're like, yeah, it's supposed to. I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought all this running was supposed to make it better. And no, you'll just like finish all this running. will yeah. make it really bad. And, but you'll get a medal at the end. I'm like, oh, okay. Cause it's like, why is this so, hard? so the mental thing, I was like, what? it's, I was like, why is this horrible? I was like, I just ran 20 miles two weeks ago. Why is this so much harder today? But I'm out in the middle of a cornfield with no one around running on this trail, you know, on this gravel trail. Like, wow, it sucked. Uh, I probably could have gutted it out in retrospect. I didn't know I had to gut it out. But when I did the second one, I learned a lesson. I said, okay, you're going to have to gut this out. You hit the, you hit the wall. You hit I it did. and then you, yeah. I did. And I put my music in. I saved my music. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a not a music listener when I'm running, but I, I had it ready. So when I hit the wall in the exact same place, it was like, okay, this is predictable. This is happening in the exact same place. I uh, actually I hit the wall at like 15, but whatever, 18, I gave up. I couldn't climb the wall, but uh, I put that music in and I, I made it for an hour. When I hit 20, as I tell people, you could have, you could have shot me at that point. I wasn't stopping. Yeah. It was like, okay, 10 K I got this. See ya done. And it was like, a, you know, something in my body changed. And like, I don't want to say cruised, but I passed like a lot of people at the end, you know, I was like, wow, I, I haven't seen you in an hour and a half. How are you doing? Lady <laughs> who passed me laughing, you know, <laughs> but it's rough. You know, when, when this thing takes, takes the, you know, good portion of your day to do this and you're running and they're changing the route because they can't keep the streets closed anymore. But I got that metal. Oh, no. They left that open. They said they'd leave the finish line open until they finished cleaning up, you know? So um, they did. We all we all got our medals. Oh, my medal! <laughs> anyway, I got my chocolate milk and my medal, and I tried to figure out how to get home. Anyway, thank you, Amanda. This has been very enlightening today. You're crazy. I just want to say that you're nuts. I mean, Amanda I, I, I think runners are all a little nuts, so that's yeah. probably yeah. about right. Yeah, squeezes in the running around having children. Well, you know, <laughs> I won't be able to do this when I'm eight months pregnant, so I'm going to run a marathon tomorrow yeah okay all right thank you amanda very nice to talk to you have Thanks, a good Steve. have a good rest of november and holiday and we'll, we'll talk same to you, you. Same thank to you. you okay bye-bye